0: You're listening to the Life in Christ Church Podcast, your place for life-changing messages that will build your faith and propel your life. If you enjoyed today's message, why don't you be a blessing and share it with a friend? Uh, So we've been talking about honor. I've been really, I've really enjoyed uh, ministering along these lines. Uh, a few months ago, uh, this is how I operate. I'll pray. I'll pray in my, my uh, office, and the Lord will speak to me as I'm praying. I'll just go, I'll walk back and forth, and the Lord will deposit on the inside of me. And I have a whiteboard, and I'll just, okay, take a second, write down whatever comes in my spirit, and I'll just keep praying, and then I'll get something else, and I'll write it down. And that's how I get uh, what I'm supposed to preach on. Nine out of ten times, that's how I'll receive uh, uh, the sermons, series from the Lord as to what I'm supposed to minister on, and so honor came months ago. I had, I've had i had it on my board to talk about honor for months, uh, and, and I, I say, okay, Lord, is this the week? He said, nope. I say, oh, man, because I really want to preach on it. I, I, I know how powerful honor is. I know what it'll do for a church, what it'll do for a family, what it'll do for you if you'll get a hold of this, amen, if you'll get a hold of this and, and start to walk in this and start to develop in this, I know what it will do for you and so we started out um talking about uh, honor in 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 the civil realm, which is the government, right? In government, honoring police, firemen, et cetera, and we talked about honoring social authority, uh, our employers, right? Our bosses, our coaches, our teachers. How important it is to be, as a Christian, sharp, quick, on time, right? Uh, uh, There should be a a difference between the the believer and the non-believer in the workplace. They, They they should be able to spot you a mile away. Come on, amen, say amen to that. They should be able to spot you a mile away. And we saw how important that was, right? Uh, and, and the Bible said nothing about to honor only those who honor you. Absolutely zero about any of that, right? God says if you honor him, he'll honor you. But, but as far as man goes, if your boss is harsh, if your boss is mean, if your boss is whatever, you fill in the blank, that does not give you a right to dishonor. Come on, that does not give you a right, that does not give me a right to dishonor and and so we saw if we will honor if we will bless if we'll walk in love man I'll tell you God will move that person out God will leapfrog you promote you and God will make sure I'm telling you God will make sure that you're in the right place that you will be honored it's impossible it's the principle if you'll honor God's principles and honor God's authority God will honor you and when God honors you oh man it's better than any man's honor oh man doors will fly open favor upon your life walk in a new dimension. Hey, Amen. So this is powerful, powerful stuff. You know, uh, and so we, we we saw how important it was to honor our civil authority and and our social authority. Then we talked about honoring church authority, right, because uh, God gave gifts unto men, right, the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher, right, uh, and so uh, to honor God in this way, we honor the gifts that God has sent us, right. We honor our pastor. We honor uh, the, the the men and women of God that God sends to us, right, that God's bringing brings across our paths. Even if you encounter a man of God somewhere, and they say, I'm Pastor so-and-so. Well, okay, nice to meet you, Jared. No, no, you're Pastor Jared. Amen. Even if you're just talking to him, as soon as you know that he's a pastor, automatically, thank you, Pastor. Right? That's a sign of respect if you meet the governor and he says and he says, "Hey, I'm Governor John uh, of the state." Oh, well, nice to meet you, John. Absolutely not. You say, "Well, nice to meet you, Governor. Nice to meet you," right? And you use their title as a sign of respect. Come on, amen. These are these are these are, I know these are like lost in our culture nowadays, but they will not be lost in this church. Come on. They will not be lost in this church. And I I declare they will not be lost in your lives. They will not be lost in your family. Your families will be families of honor. Amen. Honoring the Lord. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We will honor God. We will honor what God honors. Come on, amen. That's the kind of families I believe God is raising up in this church. And so we looked at church authority, how important it was. And that also includes not only five-fold ministers, but also leaders in the church, Leaders in the church, right? Uh, So if the head usher, Right? That, that's a leader in the church that's, that has been given authority, we've the, delegated authority, and we're to honor them. <laughs> Come on. Uh, and so uh, the, the children's ministry, uh, you know, uh, and, uh, if someone's in charge of the children's ministry, we're to honor them. So if they have a place of authority, we're to honor them. It's not just a five-fold ministry. It's leaders in the body of Christ. Uh, and so very, very important. then Pastor Sarah preached on honoring God. Man, that was such a good message. Honoring God so good many times if I mean if you saw uh, we posted a reel. Some of you may be like, what the heck's a reel? Like fishing reel? No, like like Instagram reel. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I don't know much about it, but we're learning and we're growing. It's a tool, but we just put out a reel. My cousin put out a reel, and, and uh, uh, Pastor Sarah, it's a clip of Pastor Sarah preaching, uh, and, and it was so good. It, 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 man, can I remember when she said it, it hit me, because a lot of times, and the best kind of example I can give you is a, a relationship. You're in a relationship. Oh, I love them, but the Lord says, no, that's not the person for you, and, and in your mind, you'll feel like if I let them go, I'm losing out, like everything in me says, "I, I, I this is my, my spouse or whatever, but the Lord is telling me, no, will you honor God in that situation, and, and, and in the face of, man, I'm going to lose the person that's for me, that, that loves me, it, it, it looks like you're going to miss out, but if you'll honor God, you'll always make out way better than anything you imagined, come on, amen, anything you drew up, and so can we let things go when God says to let things go? So that's honoring the Lord man, it, and, and man, it just exploded on the inside. And just even, like, even for this church, like, I know that the Lord has told me not to borrow a dime for this church. When we go to build, when we go to buy, whatever that looks like, or I'm not, you know, whatever that is, I, the Lord says, do not borrow. I feel it in my heart. Now, borrowing is not a sin, because if you uh, can be a uh, lender uh, unto men, the, borrow, the Bible says you'll be a lender, not a borrower. So if I can lend money, I can't cause you to sin, right, if you're borrowing from me. So it's it's not a sin to borrow. I'm not you're trying to make a doctrine here but the Lord specifically instructed us not to do it you see what I'm saying and so can I honor God when push comes to shove when I can just do this easy thing here and, and get alone and do whatever I need to do will I honor him and that's why I keep saying it part of it is so I can be held accountable Part of it's because I'm putting it out there now. I'm not just, well, I'm not gonna talk about it and then maybe we'll see what happens later. And, and it might be, you know, I just whatever. I no, the Lord has told me not tomorrow. Right? And so that, that that's honoring the Lord, knowing that if we'll take that route. Oh, he'll honor us. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Jonathan Shuttlesworth, man, he got a building worth over worth over five million. Now it's gonna, I think it's reevaluated over eight million dollars given to him. Because the Lord told him, don't borrow. And he decided I ain't borrowing. And he's just gonna go for it. And so, man, and, and when I told him, I said, I said, yeah, I feel the same. I said, uh, I feel like you know the Lord's telling me not to borrow. He said, Well, God is gonna back you, he told me. He said, God will back you because you've taken a stand and honored him. And so God's gonna back us. Come on, amen. God is gonna back us. Glory to God. He's going to back us. And so Pastor Sarah preached on honoring God, and that was just a great message. All of the messages are on YouTube. All of the messages are on Facebook, the podcast. There are many ways to consume um, the messages. Highly, highly encourage you to go, to subscribe to these platforms, to re-listen to the messages. I re-listen to the messages, uh, not just so that I can improve, but I, because I hear things even as I'm preaching by the Holy Ghost that help me. And so, but I would highly recommend, even if you're in the service, to go back and to listen to it again. You don't get everything in, 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 in one shot. Okay, you, You'll miss things. Even sitting here, you're missing things. It, it's just, it is what it is. And so if you'll go back and listen to it again, you'll catch it. You'll catch more, and then you'll just keep growing. There, there are messages I've listened to many, many times, and every time I listen to it, I get something new. Many times. And so I highly encourage you, at least make, make it a habit to listen to it at least one more time. Come on, how many say I'll listen to it at least one more time? At least one more time. I'm telling you, you you'll grow. You'll grow, and you'll, 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 you'll pick up things, and, man, you'll start to just go to another level. And so today, I want to talk to you about honor in the home. And honor in the home is really probably the most important place that you can honor. Because if we'll honor in the home, if we'll even teach our kids to honor in the home, if we'll make that the culture of our home, uh, then there's a good probability that our kids will honor their teachers. And it's a good probability that that our kids will honor in church, honor authority, honor the police officer, so on and so forth. But if there's dishonor in the house... Amen. Dishonor in the house, then they'll think, okay, well, this is normal. This is how we're supposed to operate, and they'll dishonor at school. Then they'll dishonor the police officer. Then they'll dishonor the corrections officer. Then they'll dishonor their boss and then wonder why they got fired, right? Amen. So, some people, their biggest problem is that they've never been taught honor. And so sometimes we like to blame the kid or blame the. but really it's the parents that have not taught their kids honor. Their kids have not shown them uh, h- h- how, to, how to operate, right, according to this principle. But I believe that's changing. I believe that's shifting. We're going to do our part as families, as fathers and husbands and teachers and, and, and people in uh, and, and our, and our fear of influence are going to see that we honor. Amen. And it's going to go into every other area of our lives. So this is the most important uh, message I'm, uh, I'm going to talk about as it pertains to honor. Um, I don't know if we'll get it all out today, and if we don't, that's fine. We'll hook it back up next time. Uh, but let's just look at the definition of honor. Appreciation, esteem, favorable regard, respect, highly to highly value. Now, I like to look at kind of sometimes I'm looking at a word, I, I look, look at what the, what the opposite is, the counterpart is. Um, the antonym of honor, obviously, is dishonor. That means to, show, to not show respect, to not value, this is good, to treat as common, ordinary, or menial. So if there's something that we're supposed to treat as, uh, as important, something we're supposed to respect, and we choose not to, that is dishonor. There are things in the house of God that we need to treat holy. as holy. and There are things in the house of God that we need to honor right, uh, and doing worship, right, connecting with the Spirit of God, honoring the presence of the Lord, right, uh, that's very important, and, and the Lord, I really, you know, I, I, when I asked him, man, God, in, in two years that we've been a church a little too, over two years, when I asked him this, it was even less, I said, Lord, you have sent us incredible ministers, Pastor Mark Hankins, Pastor Rodney Howard Brown, Jonathan Shuttlesworth has been here twice, Ted Shuttlesworth has been here twice, uh, Kevin and Annie Durant, Jim Hockaday has been here, uh, Leanne Shosby has been here. Ministers that, that, man, that operate at a high level, that carry uh, 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 just incredible wells on the inside, and you've they, they've come to Lancaster, Pennsylvania. I know pastors that have been asking for them to come, and they haven't been able to get them to come. Lord, man, and I know you're no respective person, so how is it that they're coming here, and they're not going there? And the Lord said, well, because... The people here at Life in Christ honor these things. And as long as they'll continue to honor, I'll continue to send the anointing their way. Amen. And so, uh, you know, it's very important. And so the the opposite is true. We know in Mark, go ahead and turn there, Mark chapter 6. I'm going to read out of the Amplified Classic. Mark chapter 6, going uh, 1 to 6 there. a little recap here Jesus went away from there and came to his own country and hometown Nazareth and his disciples followed him followed him there verse 2 and on the Sabbath he began to teach in the synagogue and many who listened to him were utterly astonished saying where did this man acquire all this what is the wisdom the broad and full and full intelligence which has been given to him What mighty works and exhibitions of power are wrought by his hands? Is not this the carpenter? You can hear the dishonor. Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, and the brother of James and Joseph and Judas and Simon? Are not his sisters here among us? And they took offense at him and were hurt. That is, they disapproved of him, and and it hindered them from acknowledging his authority. Dishonor will hinder you from recognizing someone who walks at a high level. It'll hinder you from, from, from seeing the office that they operate under. All you'll see is the man. And here's what happened. And it hindered them from acknowledging his authority, and they were caused to stumble and fall. But, Jews, Jude, but Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor, Reverence except in his own country and among his own relatives and his own house. Verse 5, and he was not able to do even one, wor- one work of power there. He was not able, not able. didn't say he didn't want to. He was not able to do even one work of power there except that he had laid his hands on a few sickly people and cured them. Verse 6, and he marveled because of their unbelief, their lack of faith in him, and he went about the surrounding villages and continued teaching. Now, this is Jesus who went about raising the dead, blind eyes opening up, deaf ears opening up, lame people walking, incredible miracles, incredible things happening. But here, because di- of dishonor, because the people chose to dishonor, that mighty power was handcuffed. That's incredible. Dishonor, dishonor is, tied, uh, honor is tied to spiritual growth. Right? So dishonor, if you choose to not value what God tells you to value, it will cause you to to stay at a very low level spiritually. And in these last days, you cannot afford to be spiritually immature. Come on, amen, say amen to that. In these last days, you must grow. The believer's authority is not just something that's available. It's something nowadays that is necessary. If you're if you're to, if you're to walk in victory, and so honor is tied to the power of God. And so that's why even in, in these services and in our church, you'll hear us say all the time, oh, Father, we give you all the glory in advance. Every good thing that happens in this service is all because of you, Father. And I'm, we mean that from all of our heart. That is honoring God. That's saying, Holy Spirit, this is because of you. The anointing is at work in this house. And we know that it's all you that is, that, that, that is helping the people, that, that people are getting touched. It's because of you. And so, you know, we, we verbalize these things. And it causes God's power to manifest, to to, to strengthen, to to grow, uh, and that's true for our personal lives. So, you know, uh, if God has told you to honor something or to honor a relationship, it's vital that you do so. So, we're going to talk, that was just a little recap. Today, uh, we're going to open with talking about honoring parents. Honoring parents, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1 and 3, we'll start there. Honoring parents. Go ahead and just put your little tab there. We'll read that in a second. I just, before we start with the household, I want to lay out to you the structure of the home. The biblical structure of the home. It's important that we operate according to the biblical structure of the home. There are too many homes out of order. And it causes problems and it causes issues. Anytime something's out of order, it's not working right. And so in the Bible, it's very clear, right? The family, the head of the home, there's the, 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 the man, right, the wife, And then the children, the number one person to me in the house is not my children, it's my wife. Come on, say amen to that. It's my wife. My wife, hopefully her number one person is me. It's me, right? So a lot of people grow up, well, my children are number one, my children before my husband, my children before my wife. Big mistake. Big mistake. You honor your spouse first. And your children will see that. Uh, But, you know, I'll be honest, my house, I was first, not my dad. (laughs) And and it caused problems. It caused issues, right? Uh, And so we we need to make sure we're operating under that. So the man is the head of the household, the wife, and then the children. Right, that if you'll keep that in order, things will, will work well in your household. Now, I understand there are situations where one is saved, one is. I'm talking about a saved household right now. We can get into something else uh, down the road, but I'm talking about a saved household. And obviously, the goal is to be in unity, the man and wife in unity. That is the goal. But there are times where my wife's like, well, I'm not sure, but I'll have a, a yes on the inside of me and I'll know. And she like, well, I, I, I trust the Lord in you and we'll, we'll follow your leading as the man of the house. I'm not looking to say, well, we're doing this and that's it. I'm not looking to, that, I mean, that's not good leadership. That's not good leadership, right? Well, well, I'm the man of the house. Yeah, but that, you know, you'll, you'll have problems in your house, right? Uh, I've heard it said, happy wife, happy life. And so you, you want to do all you can, right, to, to, to make sure that you are in agreement. But there are times where that may not happen, where the woman might not, or the spouse, you know, one might say, well, I, I don't agree with that. I'm not sure. So you, you want to stop and you want to try to work it out as much as possible. But there's a time where you have to move. And if the man says, hey, it's time to move, right, uh, as the head of the household, uh, uh, and so that that we follow the man. Uh, But it's very important that we don't get those things out of order. Uh, And So we're we're not going to go too far deep into that, but I just wanted to establish that uh, before we go into anything else. That's a whole other teaching, and we can deep dive into that, and we will at some point because it's important. It's very, very important, uh, uh, these things, the family, because if we have strong families in the church, we have a strong church. Weak families, weak church. The backbone of the church are its families, right? so, well, my family's messed up, well, don't worry, so is mine, <laughs> Not, uh, so, so you know, but God, God is a redeemer, and the fact that you're here says a lot, and, 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 and you can believe God, we can believe God with you to see your family shaken and revived, amen, and I told you, I, I had a vision of me looking at the people, looking down, and looking back up, and seeing families, families, cousins, and spouses, and, and children next to you, so I'm telling you, this church will be full of your family, come on, amen, I said, this church in the name of Jesus will be full of your family members in Jesus name amen thank you Lord we believe it we believe your word so Ephesians chapter 6 verse 1 children obey your parents because you belong to the Lord for this is right for this is the right thing to do honor your father and mother this is the first commandment with a promise If you honor your father and mother, things will go well for you. And you will have a long life on earth. Man, that's a a pretty significant blessing for honoring parents. Now, there are different stages in life. You don't honor your parents the same way you do as an adult, as a child, right? There are are three stages. I'll put it this way. There, There is the childhood stage. There is the young adult stage, late teenager, young adult stage. And then there's the adult to adult stage. Now, as a child, the way you honor your parents is to obey them. Obey what they say. Obey quickly. Have a good attitude. You know, uh, do what, exactly what they say. I mean, that's important for your children to obey. For them to honor you means to obey. If you're a child, the way you honor your parents is to obey your parents. Very, very important. Even if they're flawed. Well, pastor, my parents are flawed. Pastor, my parents, you know, they, they didn't always do the right thing. They, they, they yell at me. They do this. They Whatever. It does not matter. If you'll show honor and obey your parents as a child, things will go well with you. Very clear. The Bible is very clear. Now, as a young adult, uh, going into your late teenage years, uh, you know, it's a little different. Just a little different. Uh, you know, uh, but if you live with your parents you should obey your parents. Okay, how if you live with your parents as a late teenager, obey your parents. But if you're like 18, 19 and you've moved out of your house, uh, You know, you don't necessarily need to obey your parents' instructions. If they tell you to do something and you don't necessarily agree with them, uh, to honor them does not necessarily mean to obey at that stage. Now, you are to take take very uh, carefully into consideration what they're saying to you and respect them. That's a very important qualification to respect them. Uh, but, but, you know, even right now as an adult, w- my mother says something, I, you know, to obey doesn't necessarily mean I have to agree with her uh, or, 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 or say, yes, mom. But as a child, yes. You see what I'm saying? So there are different levels of honor depending on where you are. And, and it's about honoring the position, not the person, because parents are flawed if you're a parent right now, you're flawed. Uh, and, and, and their parents were flawed. Their, your grandparents were flawed. Uh, no parent is, is, is perfect. No parent is perfect. But the fact that they birth, you would not be here if it were not for them, man, that demands honor. I don't care if they did nothing else but birth you. You would not be here if it were not for them. Come on, amen. And God says, if you will honor me by honoring them, I will honor you. You know, one of the the best examples of this is Joyce Meyer. You know Joyce Meyer? She she had a, a man, terrible, terrible father, terrible. Her father abused her sexually, just disgusting. Her father did just unspeakable things to her. And as she got older, she harbored this bitterness and unforgiveness towards her father. Most people would say, yeah, rightfully so. I mean, this guy, you know, just did nasty things. But the Lord had told her, if you want to grow in your ministry, if you want to grow spiritually, if you want me to use you to the the level that you desire to be used, you have to honor him. She's like, what? No. And uh, Forgive him, yes, but then much more than just forgive. Honor him. What did that mean? That means, for her, it meant buy him a new house. Buy him a new house? What? Buy this fool a house? And then I want you to give him groceries every month. Then I want you to bless him with money. I mean, just one thing, after, that's honor. Honor will cost you something. And, and so Joyce's his father was, was not the, the, the picture perfect man that we say, oh, this good guy deserves honor. The Bible says nothing about whether they deserve honor. Then you should show honor. So it doesn't matter if your parents were not the perfect parents, your parents didn't do everything right. Uh, we're to honor them. We're to honor them. So, young adult, you honor in a different way. You honor them. The number one way young adults honor is by respecting them and listen to this, the number one thing the enemy will try to get teenagers and young adults to do is to disrespect their parents. That's the number one thing the enemy will try to do. But in Leviticus 19.3, it says, Each of you must show respect to your mother and father. Each of you must show respect to your mother and father. Even if we don't agree with what they're doing or saying, you show incredible respect. To respect your parents doesn't mean you don't see their weaknesses but when you do you choose to honor you choose to forgive you choose to honor you choose to respect you know respecting them and forgiving them is how you show honor those are two of the strongest ways that you can honor an imperfect parent which a virtue to say all parents are imperfect um And so, as adult to adult, Proverbs 23 to 22 says, Listen to your father who begot you, and do not despise your mother when she is old. When your parents get older, it's important to appreciate them. Write that down. It's important to appreciate them. Proverbs 23 uh, in the message says, Listen with respect to the father who raised you and your mother who grows old. Don't neglect her. By truth, don't sell it for love or money. By wisdom, by education, by insight. Listen to this. Parents rejoice when their children turn out well. Wise children become proud parents. So make your father happy and make your mother proud. Amen. Amen. That's what I desire to make my... I want to make mama proud. (laughs) I do. Now as I've gotten older... I want to make my mom proud. I want to make my dad proud. You know, when they think of me, I want them to think, man, wow, he's done something with his life. He's whatever, whatever it may be, whatever it may be for you. Uh, you know, in, in our culture, we kind of neglect parents as they get older. And, and I'm not just talking about putting them in a home. If you put them in a home, you visit them. That's not what I'm talking about. But in Asian cultures, Indian cultures, African cultures, if we're at a family gathering, if they're at a family gathering, and the elder comes, they get the best seat in the house. Man, they get treated like royalty. Here comes Mama so-and-so. The pa- they get treated well. Doors get opened. You know, uh, appreciation is shown. In North America, it's like, well, you know, I just kind of. Uh, I've even seen kids call their parents by their first name. What? Are you out of your mind? That is disrespectful. That is dishonor. Oh, I'm just kidding. No, no, just kidding, nothing. That's dishonor. And so as as they get older, it's important. If If your mom lives far from you, give her a call. Let her know how much you appreciate her. Let her know how much you love her. Let, let her know how much, you, you know, she means to you. She put up with all your crying and uh, cleaning your behind and feeding you. And, well, she wasn't perfect. Yeah, but so what? So what? You, man, all I need to know is I would not be here if it were not for her. I would not be here. And I'll tell you, man, uh, you know, my, I have a good mom. I, mean, I know maybe some people maybe didn't have that. Or, and my mom was not perfect by any means. Uh, but, but in my house, you showed respect. Uh, and I remember one time I was sitting at the table with my father and my grandmother, and my grandmother said something, and I snapped at my grandmother, and next thing, next thing I know, I saw stars. My dad said, wah-boom! I said, oh, 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 no, he didn't. <laughs> I saw stars. But you know, I never did that again. I'm not saying smack your kid in the I'm not, I'm just saying you showed respect in my house towards your grandparents and towards your mother. My, my father would not even let me call my mother, she. She? Who's she? No, that's your mother. You say, mom. Well, she did this. Who's she? That's what he would say. Who is she? That is your mother. And you say, mother. Now I do that with Elisa. <laughs> hey, hey, oh, she did this. Well, who's she? That's your mother. <laughs> and so things get passed down that way, you know? I'm glad that that got passed down. I'm glad. And I'm glad that my dad showed me to respect my grandmother and not to just talk back to her any anyway, which way I felt like I wanted to talk back to her. That's not acceptable. That's not acceptable. To teach, our, to let our kids just talk back to their parents any anyway, which way they want will cause problems for them. And I'll tell you what, I don't really like disciplining my daughter. I do it, but I don't, I don't want to spank her. I don't want to see her cry. But I, I will dishonor her if I don't, if I don't discipline her. I will, I will do a disservice to her if I don't say, listen, that is not okay for you to talk to your mother like that. It's not okay for you to talk to your grandmother that way. And so come here. You're going to get a spanking. And here's why. It's because I love you. Because I want you to succeed in life. And if I just let you dishonor, you will be a failure in life. Come on. You will be a failure in life. You will not succeed in life if, if, if I let you dishonor. Come on. Say amen to that. If you want to succeed in life, you're going to need to learn to honor You're going to need to learn to honor your parents. You're going to need, well, you know, sometimes you think, well, this message is for kids. No, this message is for us, right? This message is for me. You know, I need to make sure I call my mom. I need to make sure I call my mom and and, and let her know how grateful I am that she didn't give up on me. Come on, I was a full-blown drug addict. My mom could have said, nope, she fought for me. She prayed for me. Come on, she, she made the calls and she sacrificed. And, and when nobody was there, she was the one there. And no one there, I remember crying, I mean, bawling. I mean, like one of those pain cries, like nothing on the inside, like you feel dead, just sobbing. And she just, I'm, a, I'm like 18, 19 years old. I ain't no little kid. Like a big old, just, my mom's going like this. Your Papi, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that. And and I need to let her know that. Amen. And there there are stories each and every one of you have with your mothers that you need to just call in and say, Mom, I remember that time, this so-and-so. Thank you. Thank you, Mom. I want you to know that you are valued. That I love you and I appreciate you. Even if they're in a home, even if they're there somewhere, go and visit them. Come on, amen. Go and show up with their favorite food and their favorite game and and go and laugh with them and spend time with them and, and be a blessing to them. This honors the Lord. This is spiritual things we're talking about right here. God says if you'll honor your parents, it'll go well with you and you will have a long life. Amen. Come on, amen. These things matter. This is not just what well, me just giving you a little pep talk because we're being sentimental. No, there are spiritual consequences to dishonoring your parents. And, and, and you, don't, you don't just honor by accident. you will not fall into honor. You, you have to be intentional about honoring. This won't just happen. You will fall into dishonor by doing nothing. Amen? There has to be action. There has to be action. There has to be action. No matter how old your kid is, it's never too late to stop. Never too late to start to show them how to honor. It's never too late. Well, you can't, uh, you know, uh, teach an old dog new tricks. Nope. By the power of God, the anointing of God, right? These are spiritual principles. You can start to teach your child to honor. And this isn't. This isn't. This has, no, when I t- tell my daughter, you don't disrespect my, you, you know, your mother, and me, it's not because I want to demand it or because I want to feel a certain way when I hear her say yes, sir, or no, sir. Nothing to do with that. Nothing at all. I understand that things will go well with her if she'll honor. I, I know her future is bright if she'll get a hold of this. That's, that's where the motivation comes from. It's not this tyrant that wants everybody to walk a fine line to salute and all this other. No, nothing to do with that. Nothing. I want my daughter to have a long life on this earth. Fulfill the call of God on her life. Fulfill what God has put her on this earth to do. And she will not accomplish unless she honors. It will not happen. And so your children, if, you're, if somebody walks by and, and somebody says hello to your children, do not allow your children to not say hello back. Oh, it's okay. It's not okay. I'm telling you right now, it's not okay. And I've worked on this with my kids, and I have, the, well, you, you, well, I did say it, and you need to say it louder so that they can hear you, so that they understand that you respect, so that, you, that they understand that, that there's honor here. Amen. Come on, this is serious stuff. Serious stuff. Don't allow your kids to just walk on by whoever. Uh, uh, say hello. When I walked into a house, uh, 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 I don't, you know, this is culturally too, but th- this is kingdom culture above all else. When I walked into a house as a kid, my mom made sure I said hello to everybody in the room and made sure I said bye to everybody in the room. She'd be like, did you, salua? Salua. Means, did you say hi? i said, say, yeah. That means did you say goodbye? Every single time. If I didn't, she'd walk me back in there. Go. Go, go, say bye, Uh, nice to meet you, nice to meet you, nice to meet you, nice to meet you. And I had, it was not nice to meet them, half of them. (laughs) Some people, it was not nice. I didn't really care. I don't really know you. But as as a show of respect and honor, my parents were teaching me something. And now, man, it has helped me and matters, man, you don't even know. I walk into a room, I stand out in some rooms. I ask her, hey, how are you? How you doing? Nice to meet you. And, man, things just start to be, people are attracted to that sort of thing. Come on, Uh, it's not some manipulation, but that's just the, the, the consequence of honor in a good way. It pays off to look somebody in the eye and say, hey, nice to meet you. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome. You know, these things mean something. And man, I'm telling you, if you'll teach your kids to do this, just this, they'll be head and shoulders above everybody else in the workplace, head and shoulders above everybody else in school, like they'll stand out. They'll be like, when they'll think about a promotion or they need to fill a spot, they'll think of so-and-so who has a good attitude, who honors, who shows up, who honors their boss, who's gotten a hold of these principles, who stays late when necessary, come on, who has a good attitude when the ship is sinking or the ship is sailing. It does not matter. They're unmoved, unchanged because they've gotten a hold of these principles. Man, they'll go so far (laughs) just off of these principles right here. How many of you know who Dave Ramsey is, Dave Ramsey? He said, man, I'm just going to start a school just teaching kids to say thank you, yes, and please. And that's all I'll ever teach them, and they'll go further than everybody else. That's what he said. He said, if I just teach them this, man, they'll, they'll blow past everybody else because it's so uncommon nowadays. But I declare it will not be so in this church. In this church, it will be commonplace. We will honor, we will thrive in this, we will excel in this. Come on, we'll, we'll go to another level. Thank you, Lord, for showing us revelation, knowledge concerning this area. And we declare great grace to be able to execute, to be able to walk in this, to see fruit in our lives as it pertains to this. And I declare a long life. It shall be your portion. And things shall go well with you. Yes, in Jesus name if you believe that shout amen, amen. praise the lord go to uh, proverbs actually first timothy five eight as parents get older you know we're to provide for them did you know that uh, as parents get older uh, sometimes the the role reverse and, and i you know i know situations where it's put people in a, in a bad situation where parents you know maybe got hurt or injured at a younger age but you know even then even then children should do what they can uh, not not to not to where it affects their family there are ways to do this but I'm really talking about an elderly parent right an elderly parent whether it be financially whether it be with time um, uh, but but it's important that we, we provide for our parents uh, in this in this in, in, in that stage of life Um 1 Timothy 5.8 says, but if anyone does not provide for his own, and especially for those of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. God's word translation, listen to this. If anyone doesn't take care of his own relatives, especially his immediate family, he has denied the Christian faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Man, that's pretty serious. Now, people can get over to the extreme in this area where, man, it'll start to affect the, the, the parent the, I mean the, the the children you know the children taking care of the old uh, elderly mom or dad it, when it starts to affect the children that it becomes extreme but there are ways where where you can set it up to where they're taken care of and they feel blessed and appreciated but the burden doesn't necessarily fall upon one or two people but a, the family comes together helps out that elderly parent and, and 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 lets them know that they are valued and appreciated and when you make a decision to do that God will back you God will provide, God will open up the doors, God will give the grace involved to be able to do it. It won't be this, because if you're doing it and, and, you're being, and you feel run down, that means the grace isn't there. That means that something is not working correctly. And that's when you need to reconfigure it and pray and ask the Lord, Lord, what is, exactly is it that you want me to do here and how do you want me to do it to where there's grace? Amen. Because you don't want to do this without grace. To take care of an elderly parent without grace, it's going to be very difficult. But God will show you exactly what to do, and he'll give you the grace to do it. Amen. Very, very important. Uh, And, and you know, just even Pastor Sarah and I, our hearts, you know, to be a blessing to our parents, to be a blessing to, to them in, 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 in different ways. And we, we've we prayed and we've dreamed about things that we've wanted to do. You know, Pastor Mark taught us this. Pastor Mark b- bought, bought his parents a new house, bought his parents a new car, you know, uh, blessed them, uh, you know, even Tr- Pastor Trina's parents blessed them because g- g- they made a decision too and God brought the finances in. Some of us don't even look that way because we, we see we don't have the finances. But if you'll make a decision, in your heart to, and, and it'll be and make it a desire of your heart and put your heart on it God will bring the resources amen God will bring the resources come on if you'll say Lord I desire I don't know how but my heart is to bless my parents to be a blessing to them to see their desires come to pass man what man what a blessing would it be to, for you to be used to bring the desires of your parents heart to pass Things they've believed for for years and maybe haven't seen it yet, but God will use you to bring it to pass. Man, what what a blessing. What a blessing. That is godly. That is godly. And so, man, I'm telling you, we have dreams. We have it on our vision board. I ain't saying it because Marlene's here. I don't want her to know what we're doing. (laughs) 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 One day it'll be surprise. You know, uh, and, and so th- this is godly. This is godly, and, and man, I, I know that's the heart of the father. And and really, you know, as people get older, we don't want to discard them. We want to bless them. <laughs> we want them to have a place of, of prominence, a, a place of of distinguished honor. Very, very important. All right, so we'll, we'll wrap up here with children. I kind of weaved in a little bit, but but I just want to make sure I I I, uh, I I convey what I wrote down here. Um, as far as parents, oh, I didn't even touch this, so we'll wrap up with this. Parents honoring the children. Having I mean, a word to honor our children as well. Parents honoring our children. And the next time I I'll, I'll, I'll minister, we'll talk about um, honoring our spouses. We won't get that today, but, but we'll finish up here with honoring our children. Very, very important. Um, and so let me pull this up here. Honor our children. Psalms 127 Go ahead and turn there. Uh, I'll read out of the New Living Translation, Psalms 127, verse 3. Hey, I want to encourage you to bring your Bible to church, right, to, um, or your iPad, whatever. I mean, I, I have an iPad, love my iPad, but I, I've realized, man, nothing like the Bible. And, and I'm not, like, trying to make a doctrine out of this. If you love your iPad, cool, no doubt. It's fine. Uh, but bring something to write with. I write notes. If you have a notebook, whatever. Because if, if you're expecting to hear from the Lord, How many expect them to hear from God while you're sitting here? It's important that you have somewhere to write it down. It really is. Uh, Because, you know, people say, well, I'll remember it. No, you won't. You'll leave here, watch the football game, eat some chicken wings, have some pizza, and forget all about what the Lord has told you. (laughs) It's very easy to do. It's happened to me many times. And so I've said, you know what? I value what God says, and so I'm going to have a place to write it down. Uh, but bring your Bible. Bring your notebook. We're students of the Word here. Come on. A student brings the their, 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 their materials and their equipment and things that they need. Um, and so please bring your Bibles. Bring your Bibles. All right. So what did I say? Psalms 127 verse 3. Children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from him. So if somebody gives you a gift, right, it's a good idea to value that gift. If God gives you a gift, man, it's a good idea to value that gift. And so part of that is honoring your children. Um, and I said this a little bit before, but one of the most important ways you honor your children is by disciplining them. You actually dishonor by withholding discipline. Proverbs thirteen twenty four: he who spares his rod hates his son, but he who loves him disciplines him promptly, it says. Listen to that. He who loves him disciplines him promptly. When I discipline my daughter, man, I don't like, I told you I don't like doing it. I really don't. But I know. I said, baby, I love you. That's why I'm doing this. I love you. And the word says this, and we'll go through the word. I love you. And I, especially afterwards, I give her a spanking. I give her a hug and tell her how much I love her and how you're, you're a good kid and God loves you and you're forgiven. That's important. When you spank your kids, it's, it, don't, don't ice them out for the rest of the day. And my mom used to do that sometimes. You know, in Spanish, you just don't know better than what it is. Like, you know, you get in an argument, or not an argument, like she'll spank me or I do something wrong. Like she'd be looking at me mean all day long. All day long. I'm like, man, <laughs> you know, I think that's a Colombian thing, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's not, but <laughs> but man wouldn't talk to me all day long. I mean, that's not, that's not that's not how you do it, right? So, you know, my daughter, she does something you're forgiven. That's it. Like I'm not bringing it back up. E- even if I bring it up, like maybe something happened with Sarah, and I'll bring it back up. Sarah will say, no, she's already forgiven. I already talked about that. Okay, I'm not going to re-beat her, re- you know, not beat her, but like hit her over the head with words <laughs> and, and talk down. No, once it's done and she's forgiven, we move on, right? Let her, I want her to know that's how God is, because a lot of times children will equate God to how you are, Right? And not that you have to be perfect, but, but just be, keep that in the back of your head. Like, we want to let our kids know that God is quick quick to bring mercy, quick to forgive. Right? He ain't holding things over us, dangling things and mistakes that we've made. So you're forgiven, sweetheart, and, and I release this. And sometimes it's difficult, sometimes it's not, but I believe God will give you grace to do it with your children. Amen. No matter how old they are, right? Release it, forgive it, and move on. Ephesians 6 4 says, and you fathers do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admission of the Lord. Very important. Do not provoke your children to wrath. Now, I've done this before. I ain't going to lie. I'm, my, my son, I poke at him, I know he's starting to get to a point, and I keep going, and I, he blows the top. That was me provoking him and getting him angry, worked up, you know. And that's not okay to do, you know what I mean? To, 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 and to provoke your kids, and uh, the Lord says don't do it. Very important. Uh, but don't provoke them, but bring them up in the training of the Lord. One verse says, if you'll train your kids in the ways of the Lord, they will not depart from it when they get older. Right? We have to trust that the seed that we're putting on the inside of them, will grow, will come to fruition when the time is right. Come on, we have to believe that. Right? And sometimes, I, some of you have kids that are older than mine, and maybe you put seed on the inside of them, and they look like, man, they're not following that path anymore. But I'm telling you, if you'll continue to call on that seed, if you'll continue to speak life over your children, come on, What you start to speak over your children, they'll start to walk in, in Jesus' name. Come on, amen. They'll start to walk in that, but you must speak life over your children, right? Well, they're, they're no good. They're not going to do anything with their lives. They're, they're, they're this, they're that. No, My child is on fire for the things of God. My child will succeed in life. My child will serve God. Everything that has been put on the inside of him will come to fruition. That seed will come forth in Jesus' name. What you say is vital. What you say is vital. And we dishonor our children not only by harsh or negative words, but by failing to communicate praise or acceptance at the appropriate time. Children require frequent encouragement, direction, and affirmation. So important. So important that you're affirming your kids, that you're giving them direction, that you're encouraging them. I tell Elisa all the time, you're you're an amazing kid. You are awesome. You are so smart. You're going to do amazing things for God. One of the things I don't tell my daughters: you, you can be whatever you want when you grow up. No, she cannot. No, she can't. No, she cannot. She will do what the Lord has told her to do. That's the confession. You will succeed in the things of God. Oh, you're going to be, oh, you're going to do incredible things for the Lord. Oh, man. If the Lord calls you to be a doctor, wonderful. If the Lord calls you to be a police officer, great. But I'm confessing she'll walk according to the direction of the Lord. That's what she'll do. I know we mean well as parents. Oh, you'll do You'll You can do whatever. And I know the heart behind that. but, But I'm telling you, what you say is so important. They need to be told as well as shown that they are loved and valued. If not, chances are good that they'll seek it in the wrong places. If they don't hear it at home. They'll go find somewhere where well, they're going to hear it. And a lot of times they'll go find that somewhere uh, it'll be no good. It'll be a, 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 what, what the devil always does is he'll, he'll, he'll create a counterfeit right, a counterfeit uh, of the real love and affirmation. So so, uh, a gang, that's what gangs do, right? I grew up, and there were gangs in my neighborhood, and and, and that's what it was. was, If kids who had no family or or weren't accepted at home, they found that in the gangs, right? uh, It happened in the home. That's why a lot of kids are troubled because of what's going on at home. Good kids making bad decisions because they've not been taught right. A lot of that. There's a lot of that. And so I believe here, life in Christ, our children will be raised up in the things of God, we'll reach our community, and kids that are going down the wrong path will turn, amen, and walk in that mission of the Lord and, and grow up to be mighty servants of God. I believe that with all my heart as we continue to ramp up the children's ministry, ramp up the outreach for the children, because this church, the uh, Lord put it deep in my heart, strong, focus on the children, focus on the children. So we need to even push even harder in the children's ministry. Push even harder for that next generation. Spend the money in the children's ministry. Things we need to get, things we need to improve. We have to do it. We have to do it to go after these kids, to make church the funnest place they've ever been. Amen. Amen. And they hear the And you know me. It's not all about just having fun. They're going to hear the word in this place. They're going to hear the word. But man, it's like I tell my, my, my daughter, like, you know, at our house, I want the kids to come to my house. I really don't allow my kids to go anywhere. I, they, your friends want to come over, great, This uh, we'll, we'll buy the PlayStation, we'll buy the, the, the bounce house, we'll, this is why I know where my kid is, right? But we're going to make this place the funnest place so your friends want to come, they can come hang out. And, 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 and church, same thing, <laughs> you, you, you kids want to have fun, oh, church will be the first, life in Christ will be the first place they think. Because they'll feel the love and the peace and the joy in this place, they'll have so much fun in this place, amen. They'll feel accepted in this place. We're going to reach this place. Come on. We're going to reach this neighborhood. We're going to reach this area. We're going to reach the kids of this region. Amen. Amen. Come on. Mm, I'm excited about that. All right. Words of a father and mother weigh so heavily in the life of a son or daughter. When defeat, failure, or weakness is spoken, the fallout in the child's life can range from a hindrance all the way to a serious issue. Very important. What you speak over your child's life is vital. When you speak defeat and failure, it causes issues in your kid's life. Speak life over your children. 2 Corinthians 4.18, we'll wrap it up here. I've noticed that parents who focused their energies on criticizing their children's negative behavior found their children only growing worse. However, when parents spoke the promises of God over their children, these kids eventually grew into what was spoken. That's what I'm talking about. Your children will grow into what you speak over them. They did a study in the Jewish community you know, the Jewish community, the father would, would over the the kids and uh, over their sons, would speak the blessing of God over them. And you would see these kids prosper because they believed that they could do anything with God. They believed the blessing was on their lives. They they believed what their father was saying uh, uh, when when the father pronounced the blessing over them. And so you could do that in your home. Pronounce the blessing over your children. I declare you blessed, son. I declare you blessed, daughter. You're blessed of God. You're favored of God, my child. You're going to excel in the things of God, and in the back of your mind, yeah, but this guy did this, he did that, he ain't, no, so shut that off, shut that off, that is not who they are, come on, they are, ch- they are children of the most high God, that's who they are, that is their true identity, you must speak to their identity, come on, that's what you need to speak to, not, not to their, not to their the decisions or their actions, but to their identity, if you'll speak to their identity, the actions will change, amen, amen. 2 Corinthians 4.18, so we don't look at the troubles we can see now, rather we fix our gaze on the things we cannot see. Very important. Don't look at the troubles you see in your kids now. Fix your gaze on the things that cannot be seen, for the things we see now will soon be gone. I declare the things that you see now in your children shall soon be gone in Jesus' name. But the things we cannot see will last forever. Amen. Praise the Lord. I thank you, Father, for the the revelation and the understanding, Father, that you've given us in this area. I pray great grace upon each and every father here, each and every mother here, each and every child here. Uh, Great grace to honor, to honor up, honor down, honor all around, to honor their parents, to honor their children, to honor their spouses. Father, we desire to walk in a greater measure of honor. We want you to honor us, Lord. We desire you. We desire to walk in your ways. Father, we desire to honor our elderly, our our parents. And and Father, we we desire to, 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 to grow in this, Lord. I thank you for helping us. Helping us, Lord. Helping us. To not yield to the flesh, but to yield to you in this area. And we know there will be a great reward. And I declare family trees shifting. I declare children coming to the Lord. I declare parents coming to the Lord. I declare right now whole, whole families serving God. Where they once were serving darkness, they will now serve the Lord. We call laborers, laborers into the harvest field. That is our unsaved loved ones. Laborers, go right now in Jesus' name. Speak the word. Speak the word. And I declare they have ears to hear and a heart to receive. Our family members will receive the word of God. And the incorruptible seed will, will, will bear fruit in their lives. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for showing us about honor. Thank you, Lord. Help us to honor our spouses. Help us to forgive quickly. Help us to walk in love. Help us, Father. We want to walk in love. (laughs) Whether anyone else walks in love or not, we choose to walk in love and to honor you, Father. We're so grateful, Lord, for what you're doing in our midst. We're so grateful for what you're doing here at Life in Christ. Thank you, Father, for the privilege it is to be a part of this vision. I'm so grateful to be here, Lord. So grateful to be a part of what you're doing. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Father. For you are good and your mercy endures forever. Oh, you are good and your mercy endures forever. We receive your goodness, we receive your mercy. Oh, thank you for your tender, tender spirit. Thank you for your presence. Thank you, Jesus. I declare great peace. In the name of Jesus, I speak peace over your life. I speak peace over you. I speak strength into your body. I command your spirit to rise up and to strengthen your body right now. To strengthen your mortal body, to quicken you. I declare your minds quick, sharp, and alert to the things of God. I pray a spirit of wisdom and revelation upon each and every person. under the sound of my voice. As you study the Word this week, you will see things you've never seen, you'll understand what you never understood. I declare right now, retention, retention of information and revelation. Ha <laughs> ha yes, you're not slow, you're quick, you're not slow, yes, you understand, you comprehend, yes, don't, don't believe the lies of the enemy that you can't understand when you read the Bible. Thank you for listening to the Life in Christ Church podcast. Help us to continue to share the message of faith with those all over the world. Visit licchurch.com forward slash give to partner with us today.